Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you? What you doing, Vlad? Oh, I'm trying not to throw up after drinking my poo water. Oh, is it your special time? Special time of poo water. <laughs> well, since Vlad called me out when it was my turn, I'm going to have to call him out. You are getting a colonoscopy tomorrow, correct? That's correct. <laughs> and how are you feeling? And an endoscopy. Oh, an endoscopy and a colonoscopy. They're going to go in like like this. Yeah, they're going to basically do the ET to phone home thing. Ouch. <laughs> the good thing about me doing this right now is it falls in line with tonight's subject matter, which is hospital horror stories. <sighs> Tales from the emergency room. We have a very special guest. She um, is our very own personal Kathy Bates. She is. She is. She is, our, she is our number one fan. Our She's always one. like watching our episodes. She's always plugging our episodes. And now uh, we couldn't ask. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now she's a guest. We couldn't ask for a better fan. We want you guys to welcome Melissa. Melissa Welcome. Thanks for being on the show after watching every single episode, except for the one when you had a family emergency. We were all super worried about you. Glad everything's okay. Um, but yeah, now we want you to have a part of the show and um, talk a little bit about, you know, since we talk about scary and spooky stuff all the time, you know, macabre and crime. I'm sure you've seen like things that have happened during crimes or just really gory, gross things. Um, how long have you been a nurse, by the way? Um, I'm a nurse technician and I have been a nurse technician for five years now. I just hit my five-year mark. So yay! Yay! So I did, uh, I already had, I think, uh, two and a half, three years in before the old panty came got us. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the panty. Yeah, I, mean, I heard someone use that, and they're like, "Oh, panties going away," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "We're in the hospital. There are no clothes." <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was that was horrid. But I wasn't gonna leave. I it's been a dream of mine. I'm a late bloomer into the medical field. I'll be forty this year, so I was thirty five, thirty four when I jumped on in. In your you're in your prime now, baby. <laughs> Living exactly so exactly. Oh, um and so i did bring this from work it's a yonker oh. um this is a yonker um so what does a yonker do a yonker so we were taught um we are talking about the suction Mm. yes I yes the suction down. yes this is what i will shut i was like i'm gonna have to bring one um yeah until now um yeah i will shove this down your throat if you quit breathing on me and there's foam vomit mucus whatever you got and it's also used for mouth care um but because one of my probably the worst code um that i was in I, i'm usually the suction on my floor i I will suction the shit out of people. And I, <laughs> uh, 
So usually when they're I request a, nurse suction, please. <laughs> yeah, they're I mean they they know they say the word like I, I'm on it. Um so. let me show you the cool stuff I brought. Yes. I got this thing when you go like hey, oh, yeah, reflex hammer. Right. I got one of those. I got this thing, which is like a hip joint. Oh, look wow. at that. Where? Yeah. I was nice. gonna put it on the hitch of my truck. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a truck. <laughs> and then wait a minute, I got these things. I don't know what they are. I don't either. But they're pretty cool. But then my favorite thing I have, and you guys tell me if you've seen this before. So this, they, it's missing one part, but they put it in your butthole and then they slide that out and then they can get into your butt. It's a butt speculum. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we call a good time at the hospital. I thought, yeah. it was really I thought it was, I, you know, that's how it looked to does me. It, does it smell any different than any other instrument? It smells like poo. You know, my dad, I've got the best dad joke. He's told this ever since I was a kid and now I tell it everywhere I go. I'm going to tell it today. What's the difference between an oral and a rectal thermometer? What's the difference? Uh, what? The taste. Hey, <laughs> well, now we got to hear about some of the most wild. I forgot to do comments. My bad. Oh. <clears throat> wild, insane, crazy Eastern time zone in the house. Hey, Ozzy. Ozzy Draven says, think I finally made it in. Hello. Hello. It's my Ozzie. neighbor that I just met that I haven't really met yet. <laughs> oh, my God. I figured it out. It's a butt speculum. Yes, it is a butt speculum. The taste. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got it, guys. How's it going? Oh, hi. Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> oh, now back to crazy emergency room wildness. Well, you don't work yes. in the emergency room. You actually work I, in the hospital, right? I do. I've, I've worked in the ER before. It's usually um, to, uh, now I have tech, the that's fun to tech in the ER, but it's usually to watch a combative psych patients. They take, like, I'm five foot one, but... Mm -hmm they're already like yep you that's combative you go get it I, I'm, just, I'm just that crazy enough where crazy knows crazy and right. uh, yeah it's like yeah that's oh crazy. i love your face too whoever you are, <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> oh so it's yeah so i usually deal with psych patients and everything um wow but uh, there's just everything. Um, Did you find that you had more, like the wild? There was it was crazier in the ER, or is it crazier in the hospital? In the hospital, surprisingly. Uh, yeah, uh, I, would think, I would guess ER personally. Yeah, I mean the ER is very fast paced. It's <clears throat> get you there, get you stabilized. Um, if someone's being transferred, like say a psych patient to a psych facility, they will be there for a while. Um, but most of it is stabilization for my hospital it's a little bit smaller so i think that's my mom <laughs> oh hi mom you didn't make it um she actually yeah, went over my list um she is like me hard to gross out um right. so but we went through the list so she helped me i have my little list um, oh good because i really wretched really story. Want to be grossed out because it's really hard to gross me out then honestly, I, you're going to be my my goal is to go oh, to uh, tell my um my doctor actually about this. And I was just like, yeah, um, I'm going to talk about the code that happened. Da, 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 da. And they were just the whole time like, 
like doing this look, I'm like, you're a doctor. <laughs> and this is like, no. So I would say hospital, definitely. Um, many of streaking geriatric psychs, uh, dementia patients. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's always fun. I love geriatric psych, though. I love wound care. Love it all. So I told Vlad there was a story I kind of want. Let's give this one a go. So this is the one that messes with me. Very short little thing. Um, so I did um, a year of nights before I went to days. I had just moved to days. Got a patient about 6 a.m. That's before shift change. I went in to check her out. Uh, oh, and I need to put this out there for HIPAA. Because um, <laughs> I love my job. <laughs> I will be talking about patients as they are patient maybe gender other than that and the people that i work with out of respect it'll be nurse doctor respiratory yeah. so that's i just wanted to get that right. out of the way 100%. Gotcha. so that's um okay so patients in the room and it was over a foot diabetic foot and i love our foot doctor our, our podiatrist awesome doctor he was still on the floor and so i go in just go look at my toe look at my toe and it's wrapped up <laughs> you see it's yeah Um, that is what she sounded like and you could see like okay so like here's the foot it's wrapped and you could see the top so i look and something looks back at me there's a maggot (laughs) by this time i'd already been shit on pissed on spit on vomited on had blood try to spider-man spewed at me and i looked out that i was not happening i i looked and I went straight out to the hall and said, Mr. Doctor Person, I was like, I'm going to need you. <laughs> and he fucked with me about it, too, because he knows I love the wound care. I love the gross stuff. And yeah, she ended up losing the toenail. Um, there was five maggots underneath. And which he was like, out of anything that could be there, best case scenario is a maggot because they do clean. He's like, oh, oh, they did half my job. And <laughs> yep, they debrided all that necrotic tissue. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And what was so bad is because the nurse, I'd worked with him for a while and he knows how, but they saw that this was bothering me. And <clears throat> so I'm trying to leave the room and the patient's like, I need to hold my hand. Hold my hand. <laughs> and, you know, the nurse was like, Melissa, go go hold, go hold the hand. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes. Let me hold, let me, let, what's he doing? What's he doing? And I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> like, but it was, yeah. So that was, that's the one I'm gonna mark that one off. That's, the <laughs> one. that's, ah, that's that pretty gross. Is that something? Maggots are pretty gross. Mm. That's something that typically happens with like people with diabetes is their I know that they have feet issues and a lot of times they have to get them like amputated and things yes. where you actually see maggots or like rotting flesh and stuff like that. That um, usually. Uh, that's an, ex- that's a really bad case, right? Uh, actually, she didn't have gangrene. She didn't. That's usually when we get them there, <clears throat> the, the toes rotted, it's black. Uh, there could be some pussing infection, but she was diabetic and had been walking around barefoot, which you never want a diabetic to do because they can get infection because of circulatory issues. And she had walked around on the grass because she likes the way the grass feels on her feet that she can barely feel. And (laughs) that's when she got the maggots under her toenail, which caused an inflammation. So (laughs) um, that's, that's, oh. I'm so grossed out by maggots. I couldn't like fathom 
like even for a millisecond one on my skin let alone like living in my toe or oh dude oh god we see them sometimes at my job too i'm not trying to undermine your story or anything but i work in veterinary and we see maggots on wounds that have been there a while too and bot fly larvae um and like I've got a I've got a really gross worm story for another time, but yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like animal like maggots with animals and stuff would be a little bit more. Um, uh, well, the animal can't tell you that he has right. like a festering wound under exactly. its arm that you know it won't let you touch or look at. You know. Well, and then there's a lot of like you know junkyard dogs or yard dogs that just you know don't get seen as much by their even their owners. You know, they don't go out and deal with the dog very often. So a lot of times you don't know until it's a little late. That's Yeah. We see a lot more bot flies um, than, than maggots, though. Oh, I've seen videos on those. Oh, oh man. Bot flies are great. I, I have some in jars. They have like four different larval stages. And I think I have a few of each stage in little jars of formalin. They're pretty. They're not in someone's back. That's... Yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. Have you ever seen those videos on... Um, you can look it up on YouTube, man, uh, mango worm extraction. So basically they're like giant maggots, but you basically, you know, like roll the skin and they just, like, they oh, just wow. like pop out and you pick them up, put them in like a freaking bowl. Why, but that, that seems better. If they were so, bigger. oh my God, it's, it's like pimple popping. It's so like satisfying. Do you Ugh. get to do anything like that where you're at? Do you guys, do you have like festering wounds that you get to like, drain and clean out and things like that um okay so like on my floor it's uh med surge so we usually deal with the um pressure ulcers and stuff like that and we do have wound care that comes in if i were to i was in nursing school they lost our accreditation i only had a year to graduate so that's where i'm at i know um and so for five years i've been doing tech work which is great because kind of overqualified tech but not able to do you just don't have the piece of paper that says i can do this now with the state yeah yeah and so but what's great is the nurses i work with have shown me like a lot a lot of stuff and um so when i do get a help with wound care i'm like yes if i were to get my rn that's what i would specialize in so that brings me to one that is really neat i got to see um a patient's uh spine Ooh, gross like in person yeah yeah he um the patient was paralyzed um, when they were at a, a mid-20s stage, and the family members were taking very good care of them, but no feeling from about um, above the hips down, did not realize how bad it had gotten. It had gotten so bad where there was no tailbone, um, oh, most of the hips God. were gone, and <clears throat> doing wound care on the patient was very easy because they couldn't feel anything. And they were a really good patient. We're able to roll. So it couldn't feel anything. Oh, wow. So awesome because like you got to like got to see the spine. It was probably about like that. Oh. It looks like a tree. It's like it has the rings. Inside. Wow. It was it was like one of the best days of my life. That's was, awesome. It was so <laughs> awesome. Like I was just like, you know, yeah, that's probably one of the worst um, pressure ulcer. Um sore whatever you want to call it we get more sores um than anything you get uh where it's you know done by the bed or and after during the pandemic we were getting a lot of um sores from neglect from 
uh, nursing homes and stuff like that. Right. Nonverbal patients. That really sucks. That, that was, that was like pretty shitty. Um, yeah. Or they were like um, dehydrated and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm for, like, no, that would be really awesome if you could like, I want to say like, I had like a good five rings and this person was definitely not five years old. So, but, um, <laughs> patient, um, but it was so cool to see the inside of a spine and that's so or, rad. Uh, it was, it was awesome. I've gotten to see, um, a patient's skull before, um, yeah. that, sh- uh, she was supposed to be discharged. We were just finishing up fluids for, her and going to send her on her way. And she ended up tripping over the, uh, IV pole, took it. Oh down no. Yes, so she didn't lose the IV. Good, smacked her head like oh. that is a stud, and it opened up her skull. And oh. I run in because I hear you know the thud, you know the thud, and so I oh god, her, and I'm thinking she's doing great, and then I'm seeing blood on the floor, and I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> and, a flap and, came off. I got to put it back. <laughs> we had to like we, we had to staple her head. So oh god. Her, comes in behind me and she literally just says oh, fuck like she was like one of my favorite nurses she I don't want <laughs> but she was awesome she was one of those well oh, fuck like <laughs> um and the the you know the patient I'm still going home and we're like uh, not until the MRI not we got to do a I mean MRI. <laughs> yeah. no concussion no fracture to the skull and we were taking saline flushes and just flushing it out and her school it was so white i will never forget that so we got her back um waiting on mri uh to tell us what's up was is there a concussion is there any fractures what do we you know what do we gotta do and i just kind of looked i couldn't hold it in i just looked at her because she was she's a pretty awesome old bitty is what i call it (laughs) she was awesome and i was like can i tell you something she's like tell me i'm going home and i was like (laughs) i saw your skull and she was oh. like, oh. <laughs> for some reason, she was like, was it brown, like in the museum? And I was like, <laughs> I was like well, no, it, it was, it was very white. Very, and she goes, well, every time I've seen a skull, they, they're like a brownish color. And I'm like, well, that's because it's dead. Um, it's not active calcium and making red blood cells and whatnot. Oh, my like, God. It was a very beautiful white. You have a very that, white. That is a great story. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Like she was, because I didn't want to freak her out. And I especially wasn't going to tell her, yeah, your skull is hanging here. Right. Um, but <laughs> she was awesome. She was like, I can't wait to tell the kids. My skull is <laughs> Really like, quick, I want to sell this or uh, share this Ozzy Draven story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a stupid ER story. My mother and I were watching Rescue 911 decades ago. They got this phone call. This lady said, help. My husband stabbed himself. The operator said, where did he stab himself, ma'am? She says, in the hallway. My mother and I (laughs) laughed so hard saying, oh, that had to hurt. Then they wheel the guy into the ER. The knife is still in his chest, beating to the side. Oh, crazy. That sounds pretty brutal. Was the knife like next to the heart where it was actually moving? Like every heart. Sounds like it. Donk, donk. And then we have Facebook user who had a baby Robin. That yeah. yeah. I was taking Sarvi is a great place, by the way. Support Sarvi Wildlife if you can. Where is that at? 
Um, they've. I'm not sure exactly where they are. I think they might have moved, but they're 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 local to us. Oh, they're in Washington then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. No problem, Ozzy. We love hearing yeah. stories. That's one of the things, real quick, just to interject. Here at uh, the Zompire Horde podcast, we encourage you to comment. Yeah, and, please and comment, ask questions, ask yeah. our guests questions. Harvey's in, uh, uh, apparently is now located in Arlington, which is about okay, an hour cool. north of Seattle, for anyone that cared. So, back to the ER. About, yes. Uh, back let me to the see. hospital. Um. So, Michelle, about anything gotten you kind of a little bit grossed because anything gotten you a little bit grossed out because we're not even near. Oh, um, no, not not really. Not too grossed out yet. It's, it's really cool and fascinating so far. So you doing OK? Like, Vlad, because like y'all want me to go with the 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 infamous code uh, blue? Dude, yes. Okay. <clears throat> I want to hear Code Blue. I grew up watching like Faces of Death and Cannibal Holocaust. And so I'm okay as long as I'm not the one cleaning the litter box or dissecting the animal. I can God, you sound like Michael. He he won't clean the litter box and he like gags if he has to like scoop the dog poop. But I'm at work dissecting eyeballs. Look, here's the lens. I really think <laughs> that like eyeballs are so cool. That, that being moms and just throughout the, the like the the thousands of years humans have been around uh i think women have just become more tolerable and tougher than men and although like we'll go do like the fucking right. job or whatever like that's just work it's not yeah, much right? like manual labor you know what i'm saying but like well you know like if men had to give birth i don't think i would probably go go extinct because you know everybody knows what happens when a guy has the man flu Dude, somebody oh, says uh, they had a guy slit his own throat but stopped at his trachea. Ooh. Oh, yikes. Had a guy cut his own tattoo off, salt, salt it, and fried it to put it in a scrap. Oh, my God. You know, okay, <laughs> I was a body piercer for 20 years, and I actually did do scarification, so I did do some skin removals, and I had people that didn't want to keep them. Does it work? So did you keep them yourself? And yeah. No, like, like the people I them up and eat them or anything? Eh, I'm not really uh, cannibalistic yeah. in that. I thing. heard it tastes like spam. Who from I who? heard that human meat tastes like spam. I four out of five cannibals agree. <laughs> four out of five cannibals agree. I think you need to interview some poll cannibals. We'll make a cannibal. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> I just said he saw some earwax cleanings. That sounds disgusting. Oh, that's awesome. That's I want to so do those. Ooh. I want to do those candles that you put in your ears and See, you light them. I've heard like so like. From what I've heard with those candles is long pig. Like the um <coughs> so you get the 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 wax that you actually see. Some people say it works, some people they say that actually it's an illusion. The wax that you see is the wax melting in the middle. And when mm. you unroll it, so it's not actually your own earwax. Well, but, son of a bitch. That makes sense. I know I wanted to do it too. And um I was like, well, let me ask some, you know. They sell them at Walmart, and I literally looked at it the other day, and I was like, I should get I this. To try it. And yeah. there's also been people who've gone uh, deaf in their ear from the wax. Oh, my God. And hit their um, eardrum, and they've gone oh, deaf wow. from it. So you've got you've just convinced me to not try it at all now. <laughs> so does it work, or is it is it just kind of like one of those gimmicks? I, I, I don't know, because some people, um, fewer 
have said, oh, I did it and it worked. And then I've got some, you know, a doctor telling me, well, no, um, you need to go to ear, nose and throat doctor and let them whoop, pull yeah, out. Yeah, the know, correct so way. Want, yeah, I want to <laughs> That's awesome. Earwax removal is probably my favorite, more yeah. than pimple popping. It's just, oh, it's awesome. Or the Ooh, I'm going to have to check it out because I haven't seen that. You haven't? No. Earwax extraction. They just, okay, I will look it up later. Yeah, because that sounds amazing because I love the pimple popping. And I love oh. it when animals, when I worked in general practice, I just work in eyeballs right now. But when I did general practice, um, we, we had um, like sebaceous cysts and abscesses. Oh, yeah. Oh, so much fun. Have you guys seen that show, Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I hate the buildup and the commentary and all that stupid bullshit. Just get to the good stuff. Just Fill the whole 25 minutes with good stuff, not just. Bah, 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 bah. Look, you gotta hear their life story so you can no, have, no, like no. feel like, I, you know, with. Nope, the, with I would the, just want to do my job and then I want you to get the fuck out next. <laughs> Let me, like, I actually took, so I was um, helping a patient get a bath and everything and noticed there was some hardness on the belly button. Ah. And asked the patient, when's the last time you've cleaned up your belly button? And. Ew. The, I couldn't help it, man. To my excitement, they're like, do you do that? Well, we're going to do it today. And oh it was my like God. long. Ew. Long. <laughs> like black on the end. It looked like a, like a rolled up. It kind of looked like a, like a blunt. Cause it was like, Oh my God. <laughs> this is my belly button blunt. <laughs> Metabase is excited about the show. Yeah. It is the best part of the week. See, it, see, Monday is fun days because you're with Vlad and Michelle. Yeah, this just popped up. Not an ER story, but it was, but they were first responders and EMT. Had a lady flip her truck with her arm out the window, and her entire arm was hanging by her armpit skin. Ew, that's I awesome. Got her, I got to hold her arm for ten minutes while we stabilized her. Her entire arm looked like it went through a meat grinder. I bet. But <laughs> oh, I would hope shock would go in. I'm just thinking of the pain of that because I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. Michelle, I've told you my um, New Year's Eve penis ripping story, haven't I? Oh yeah, yeah. And you had twelve stitches. Was it twelve? Uh, no, I had twenty on the inside, twenty on the outside. Oh, never mind. That's a lot more than twelve. Yikes! Ouch! You should tell it. I I'm don't know, Melissa. Have you heard it? He told me about it. Uh, oh, gotcha. Well, like real quickly, briefly, I didn't really get into it too much. But uh, the, the the emergency room story is the, the most fun part. But what I used to do, I was in the circus for a long time. And part of that was like I did the suspensions <clears throat> where I hung people from hooks and all that. So I was doing, I used to have a Prince Albert piercing, which goes in through your urethra and then comes out through the bottom. And it's usually like a captive ring or something like that. So one day uh, I thought like we had this car battery that had a chain to a carabiner because we used to do other tricks where a guy would put like a, a, a spike through his cheeks and then he would hang it in his mouth and pick it up. So I was like, dude, I wonder if I could pick that up with my Prince Albert. So I one day I'm just shitting around, tried it and I picked it up and swung it around and I was like, oh, I can do this. So I added it <laughs> to like a part of our show. It's got a visual. <laughs> <laughs> so I added it to the show, you know, to my so part of the show. <laughs> and uh <laughs> inevitably it tore out and i ended up in the emergency room and uh mm. so like I, we were in a nightclub when it tore out like you know after i had done it and it was like my dick was wrapped up in paper towels because it was bleeding you know 
<clears throat> and I get to the emergency room and they, for some reason, right? Like this whole time, you know how like in the emergency room, they're like, what's your pain level at one through 10? I was never really over at two, but I was like, it's New Year's Eve. I'm stuck in the emergency room. Like, let's have a party. So I was like, it's a nine. Soon, allotted <laughs> right away. Like right when I got to the emergency room, here's a Percocet too. And I was like, all right. So now I'm feeling pretty good. This nurse has not been wasted. This male nurse comes in and he was like doing this. He's like, show it to me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, aren't you going to unwrap it? And he's like, no, just go ahead and unwrap it and show it to me. So I unwrap it and you can see, you know, where it tore out. And he's like, oh my God, uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Lee comes back and shoots me up with the lotted again. Oh. So now I'm like, this is like an hour after the first one. So now I have a Percocet, two Dilaudids, and I'm like hanging out and they come in and they're like, look, we're going to have to put you in the hospital because we can't do surgery until the morning when this like doctor gets here. And I was like, okay. And this is in downtown Portland. This is in Southeast Portland at like, I forget what, you know, big corporate fucking hospital it is, but it's a big port, you know, it's a big hospital. They're like, we got to send you there for the stitches and we're going to have to give you a catheter. And I'm like, okay, cool. Sounds good. So they put me upstairs and every hour on the hour they would come in and give me Dilaudid and then every other every like every hour and a half or two hours they would come in and give me a Percocet there was one point I was asleep they woke me up and asked me what my pain level was at and of course said not eight or nine I forget what it was and <laughs> hit me with the Dilaudid again because my the way I was you know this is also back in 2011 when I wasn't as responsible as I am now and you know blah blah so I'm like, well, let me just see how high I can get in this place. <laughs> they're not gonna, I mean, they're not going to let me OD. And if I did OD, they're, I'm right here. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, got so the yeah. naloxone so, on standby. <laughs> so I go wake up in the morning. You know, they, they knocked me out to get the catheter and the stitches, you know, did everything. And then as they were walking me out the door there, I was like, hey, can I get one more allotted for the road? Because I have a three hour drive ahead of me. And they're like hand me a prescription of like 60, 700 milligram Percocets. And they're like, yeah, here's one more Dilaudid for the road. Oh, so God. I had brought like $700 to go shopping down in Portland. And I have a catheter in. I'm like, can't stand up straight. And everyone's like, <laughs> dude, we're not going shopping. Like, you're going to the fucking, you're going home. Like, we're not going shopping. <laughs> they talked me out of going shopping. I want to go, man. I got to go. Well, so my, my, the whole, the funny part of this, well, not funny, but the, the worst part of the story is, is that when I was in the emergency room in Portland, they were, the last thing they said to me, and maybe I misheard them. I was on a lot of drugs. But the last thing they said to me was, don't touch it for two weeks. Then you'll have to go to the doctor and they're going to take out the stitches and catheter. I said, all right, don't touch it for two weeks. So I covered it when I showered and all that. Well, like a week into it, I couldn't stand up straight. Like it, every time I did, it felt like someone was ripping down there. <clears throat> so I go... One day I'm in back in the emergency room and I'm telling them what's going on. And they're like, so when was the last time you cleaned this? And I was like, when I was at the hospital. And they're like, when was that? And I was like, I don't know, eight days ago. And so what had happened was, you know, all the pus and everything had fused with like the cotton and shit. And Ew. literally every time I was standing up, I was tearing the stitching out. So I tore all the <laughs> So everyone's like, so what does it look like now? That's like the next big question I get, right? So anyone that eat, eats meat, You've always, everyone's microwaved a hot dog for a little too long where that end gets that split in it. Well, that's what it looks like now is my pee hole is just a little bit longer. So it looks like I microwaved my dick for too long. 
Whoever yeah. said it's Providence Facebook user, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> and yes, it was awful. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm glad that you got to, you didn't have to like, you, you know, I'm glad that you didn't lose your member. I kept yeah. a member. Yep, yep, yep. And I gave so. myself a meotomy, which is like an, an elective surgery to make the head more sensitive. So there you go. Uh, that's goodness sakes. You always got to look at the positive things in life. Yeah. Now forget, forgive me while I drink some poo juice. You guys. No, that's fine because I want food. Melissa to tell us another story from oh. hospital nasty. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is the which Foley care is extremely important and mostly with men because with women, we have so much pushing against our urethra. There's nothing really pushing against a guy. Y'all don't have a vagina. There's nothing. Right. <laughs> that is a peeve hey. of mine because just in one day, the inside of the urethra can kind of shed once you have a catheter in that. I had a patient and I went in to do Foley care and no one had touched him. And from the discharge and everything had wrapped up in his pubic hair and he couldn't move his leg. Ew. I was pissed. Like I, oh. I had a so I, I took my, my surgical scissors and cut the hair, threw away the scissors. Um <laughs> more sorry, but you know, not and right, you know, um, did that and yeah, the, that person's not working there anymore. So oh. I'm not I no, I don't I don't oh don't man. Okay, so but I feel like that's one of those situations where it's better to be pissed off and pissed on. Boom. Oh, for sure. Because I, 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 I've been pissed on, and it's yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I would much. Well, prefer... why is peacock okay, but poopcock is not okay? What's wrong with poopcock? People don't like that word. Poopcock. Really? I've never heard it. <laughs> it sounds phenomenal. It's just a made-up thing. It's a joke. Oh, peacock. The fall, the peacock. Poop, poopcock. Oh, that, yeah, I've had a patient, that is never good when a patient pulls their Foley out because there is a, like a, about 10 ml bag holding it in your bladder. Oh, yeah. Ouch. That out. A dementia patient, they do it all the time. Oh, God. It is, is that like a female catheter is what a uh, Foley male, is? Uh, that's male or female. It can go, it just goes in the urethra and it's. You know, the catheter goes up the urethra. We take a little 10 cc. The taste is <laughs> amazing. Yes. Uh, that's a, yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's for whatever gender, it just goes up the urethra, but you, you blow up um, a 10 ml saline bubble to keep it in the urethra or oh, in the yeah. bladder so it doesn't fall out right. and if you pull that out you're pulling this like this through your urethra which, ouch yeah it doesn't look fun I, from no. what I mean, it looks like a, a bloody mess that i have to clean up oh god and i'm like no i can't cook thanksgiving dinner you pulled your foley out that is actually what has happened so <laughs> He was like, yeah, she's just holding on to it, swinging it. Oh, oh God. Just, you know, just little splatters of vaginal, well, actually urethra blood on, on me. And I'm like. Oh, God. What's the grossest thing that's ever happened? Like, Ooh. I mean, that's pretty gross. Flinging around your urethra bag. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was bloody. And because she ripped through the urethra. And so 
playing around. Okay, here's here's this is the only thing that's made me puke at work, and I blame it on the nurse because she started to dry heave. <laughs> if she hadn't a dry heave, I think I would have been fine. Um, <laughs> he had this dementia patient, and luckily he he a little bit fractured hip. That's what we usually get. Bed alarm goes off. It's early in the morning. Let's do this early in the morning, and so I'd already caught him twice you know like caught him from cat you know falling on the floor turn off the bed alarm we had him close to the nurse's station like we try to do bed alarm goes off i run off he's has figured out that we're going to come in the door so he's like i'm gonna roll to the other side you know and so i leap over the bed i've got my right leg over the railing my left thigh is pressed against the railing and i grab him and i'm like yes save and pull him back <laughs> over. I pull him back over and he has this smile. Like, oh, and oh no. Yes. As I start to pull back, I feel something very cold on my left thigh. What he had done was he started spitting loogies into his mouth and started caking the outside of the railing. And oh, God. Nurse comes in behind me because obviously I wasn't able to turn off the bed alarm. I had, you know, one leg up, one arm. I'm rolling old old guy on over back in the bed and he's smiling. And I'm wondering, why the fuck are you smiling? Like, what is <laughs> She turns the light on and she just, I turn around. And it's like, it's on my entire thigh, just caked mucus of where he has caked it on like this guy put in some mona lisa work on this shit <laughs> i'm thinking hell no man like i'm you know i turn on she automatically like everybody has their thing mine's i don't want to see maggots in people yeah a lot of <laughs> thing is mucus she instantly starts to dry heave and i'm like don't do that shit man don't do that shit. it's on me still and we got me dry heaving. She dry heaves, I dry heave. Then we just started going off. She puked in the sink, the patient sink. He starts laughing. I make it to at least the break room before I puke. Oh, and, oh no. <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, damn it. There's my, I, I was, you know, I think it was my third year. And I was like, I, I made it three years without puking. That's pretty good, though. That is really freaking gross. Human mucus really grosses me out it's fucking disgusting just like oh, people hawking loogies or like uh it's, it's like even dog smegma doesn't bother me as much as human mucus you know it doesn't but like for some reason sweat bothers me and that's the only bodily function that doesn't carry disease oh interesting yeah we uh, are on pt with feeding tubes oof. they come out makes me gag and maggots oh. are the only two things that kill me see what were they saying though about hold on cpr on pt with on a, pt on means right yeah. with feeding tube oh like their feeding tube comes out while they're giving them mouth to mouth that um, would be pretty gross taking out like if it's a die hop it goes in the nose if it's a mm. uh peg tube it's gonna go straight into your stomach okay. um so cpr you know i don't I haven't had to do CPR with anyone with um, a die hop in their nose, but I would imagine they probably have to take that out. And of course it's, you know, it's not fun to, to do. It's not fun to take out an NG, which is a nasal gastric tube. Um, we use those to suck out stuff out of your stomach. It usually is a, you know, not like my yonker. So, um, but it's, <laughs> you know, I love my yonker. It's my best friend. Um, 
so yeah that that one was the only time that i puked at work um so that 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 is um i i actually wrote that down as loogie trap because that oh nice he may have had dementia but he knew what he was doing that reminds me of like um god what does smell horrible what was that movie uh so just so you guys know, that Facebook user is actually Brittany McClure. She's a local oh. here to me. Oh, okay. Hi, so Brittany. That's, what, that's where that information's coming in from. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I gotta Yay. figure out. I gotta figure out how to tell people how to get the um, how to give permission to Streamyard. Well, I think on Streamyard it might be a little bit confusing because you don't know where to click to that's do it. But right, you know, that's I don't know. Best thing. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean the it. suction machine. So, right. you all want to hear the the worst code? Yes. Is this code uh, blue. Code blue. So, person is not breathing. Person does not have a heartbeat. It can be one or the other. This person had neither. Um, it wasn't my patient. Saw the code blue. I take off running. Someone screams out, "We need suction!" Skew. Go ahead and get the stuff I need. I go in there. There's a nurse and doctor in there. And I, I smell the smell of, like, I do not want to disrespect this um, patient. So um, the smell of, of poop, very, very, very much so. And um, I see brown liquid coming from bubbling out of the mouth and the nostrils. Ew! Ew! The, hey, I told this is it. And this is the moneymaker. So the I love the doctor that was in there. They had to pull her on her side. And when I tell you, my guesstimation is at least a liter came out of her nostril and her mouth of the brown brown liquid. Was initially bile is what it was uh, from her small intestines. It was not green. Uh, so it's from farther down. Did she have a blockage or something? That we found out. She came uh, came in with a, um, a, a right um, ankle fracture and was having bowel movements, no nausea, so didn't think anything to check for a blockage. So it had to have been somewhere in the small intestines where the blockage was, especially for that kind of a force when it popped. Right. Because it just it was it just was coming out of her. So I'm hooking up suction. Bless this doctor man because he got it all when they pulled her to the side. <clears throat> we start the code. I'm suctioning and we have people around us with towels dabbing the, the floor around us because so much had come out of her. Oh, then my God. Um, it was one of those. It's probably the only code that I've come in and I saw her eyes and she had she had dead eyes. And I, I knew that that patient was, you know, we, if she had come back, that would have been um, that would have been amazing. Um, but still, so she didn't make it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh. It, and I, I like to think that how powerful it was that it was very quick. There was not any time for the patient to suffer because of how yeah. quick that it instantly went to her. Because I suctioned on my own 800 ml out wow. of her throat and then respiratory got in and we were working together. <clears throat> when they intubated her, they had the little camera to make sure they don't go down the wrong tube. Right. And there was nothing but that bile. Um, that, that's oh all. That, it was all so... She that, aspirated on it as well. Then she, Jesus. Uh, it, yeah. it, popped, it had such a force. It went directly. In, I mean, there was nothing, there was so much of it. There was nothing she could do. I'm sure. Oh my God. And it went right into her lungs and she, she probably passed really quickly, but 
she was young, um, you know, early thirties and we were going to do everything wow. we could, but they're just, and it was a long one. We were, we were 45 minutes in and just nothing. Um, and what had happened to her? Um, came in for, um, a fracture in the right ankle. Right. And so she was having bowel movements. She wasn't having nausea. Right. Um, so we didn't think anything of an obstruction in her intestines because yeah. those are your two big things. You're not shitting and you're having nausea because usually right. when they come in with that, they're vomiting up literal bile and we'll put a tube down your nose into your stomach and suction out the pressure. Right. <laughs> didn't have any of those symptoms. Um, so did you guys ever figure out what the blockage was? It, it, it was a small bowel obstruction that did it. It just, so she was eating on top of that blockage, but there was enough poop in her intestines to come out on the other side of the blockage. We don't know when it happened. Um, we don't know what, maybe, you know, letting, I don't know. It, it was one of those freak things where there's no way we could have known. I wonder if she got backed up from opioids from. And, well, that's what we were thinking, but then she would have quit pooping because we have, yeah. we have yeah. that a lot. That's what was so crazy is she was pooping. And That's so crazy. It was completely insane. Brittany McClure says her name usually does show up, uh, but she worked as an EMS for seven years. So she's loving tonight. And then she shares this one with us. In the field, we picked up a patient with the worst GI bleed. My entire ambulance floor was blood. And we had a river flowing the gurney as we went through the ER doors to the trauma room. Oh, my so, God. Break out the purple wipes. Purple Jesus. wipes. Purple wipes kill everything. What are they? What's on? Is that the like the cavicide wipes? Um, I just call them the purple wipes, and you do not need to use them on your skin. But anytime I've had like bodily functions on me, yeah, I put it on my skin. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. they're like, it's gonna cause cancer. I'm like, I'm gonna die anyway. Right. <laughs> I, I'm gonna die anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. No. I'm not gonna have somebody's poop on me. Yeah. Or like, vomit or bile or. Go for my scrub, blood, you, you know, know. But when it hits the skin, that's you know, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. But after all is said and done, I go straight for the purple wipes. And it, some of the nurses are just like, No, and I'm like, Oh, but I will. Uh, yeah. Brittany agrees, she's, she's willing to get the cancer too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just like, Yeah, y'all nurses, y'all go ahead and so. Um, but yeah, that was the worst code I've ever seen. Uh, and it was, wow. but that is something you just, I, I would have never in my wildest dreams ever expected to see the amount of liquid. Um, well, isn't bile typically like a greenish color too? Like usually in the stomach you have, um, a greenish to yellow color. So right. the fact that it was brown meant that this was coming directly from the intestines where it hit that certain protein to break it down. When you coming with such force, when you said that too, like about the brown stuff coming out their nose, it immediately reminded me of that South Park episode where they were trying to poop out of their mouths. <laughs> they weren't going to poop out of their butts anymore. So yes. Cartman was trying to convince them, like, how teach them to poop out of their mouths or something. Oh like my that. god! Shove the food up your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Rule of thumb is wet and sticky, and not mine. I don't touch it." She's got, got a kid now, so that rule's probably been, you know, changed, altered a little bit. <laughs> like she's got a little girl running around. There's sticky shit all over her house, oh, I'm yeah. sure. 
let me see um yeah that one was okay uh let's see oh there i just because it's a there was a haunting of a room Ooh, a, i want to hear about that yeah like i said started on nights and um room 504 um after midnight if no one was in the room the call light would go off and you know i'm i'm like is there you know is there somebody in there and they're like no it just does that after midnight and i'm like don't be nonchalant about this i'm a horror movie buff I'm like, <laughs> and um so uh while i was you know working nights we had the call light replaced we had the panel where the call lights connected we had that replaced and every now and then if nobody was in that room after midnight it you know it would go off like someone was calling for someone and one night i answered the call light like to answer it and of course the the person who trained me the tech she was just like it ain't no ghost it's something something and i was like i'm gonna answer the phone this time she, no and I was, <laughs> with all my might i would have said it's for you you know what i mean yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was like can i help you you know and no one answered and i was kind of sad i was hoping to go no like i don't know so. Ozzy saw Rage Against the Machine in the Phoenix Desert. The dust clouds were, uh, when they drove out, were so bad that when they blew their noses, yep, brown snot. I'll do it. So, oh my god! But yeah, so that's my little haunting. It was cute. They said it doesn't do it anymore. I was just gonna ask if if, if it was still happening or, or how long it happened, or if you guys ever figured out like who was no. you know who was a I, previous person in that room that had been that passed because we do have yeah. a lot of um, patients that pass um and it can be you know natural we have them on comfort care is right it, um which i'll use my suction guy and do mouth care i actually pulled something out because i like for them to be clean it's out of right respect and i put it looked like um retainer like no one had done mouth care on them and oh, it no. so hard and everything it looked just like a retainer i was so proud of it i was like i got it in one piece <laughs> oh, that's my sh like suction is my shit, y'all. Oh I, gosh, um, I don't care if it's a trach. I don't care what it is. I'm I'm gonna suction you. <laughs> um, with that, and now getting low on time. Um, I can quickly tell y'all when I when I mentioned uh because everybody knows how I am. I'm not a normal person, and they're perfectly okay with that. Hey, um, you're normal here in the Zompire Horde. Exactly. This is where this that's is right. That my as soon as I got um. I found y'all and I told my husband, I was like, I found people like me. <laughs> Yay! Cut from the same cloth, sister. He's very supportive. I he is so supportive. Um, and he he but we were dating a year and he was like, I have never watched so many horror movies <laughs> a year than you know, my entire life put together. And I'm just like, buckle up, baby. <laughs> Does he um is he afraid you're gonna kill him in his sleep someday because you know how to do it without getting caught? <laughs> no, bring him back. Like oh. it would, yeah. He like when I wanted to practice, like he wouldn't let me practice like IV or catheter on him because he's very smart. Um, yeah. Because I, I did, I was like, can I practice doing a catheter on you? And he's like, oh hell no. Like fuck no. Can't want to go for a drive in the woods and you know just kind of leave you there. <laughs> I know. Like let me let me see how far I can get you to bring you yeah. back. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's like flatliners? Ooh, you guys ever do that after hours at work? 
Oh, flatliners? Fl play flatliners. <laughs> oh, but that would be so, I love the, the OG. I didn't know they even did a remake, but I love the flatliners movie. That was no. so good. Are you talking about something that you do after work called flatliners? Like, I've never heard of flatliners, but like, I want to know the game because I would do it. Like, are you talking about? Oh, like, no, that's just what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, like actually like doing yeah. what they did in flatliners. Oh, yeah. You no. know. Like, <laughs> you know, like we did find I, maybe this is what she was trying to play, but um, I was still on nights and it wasn't my floor, um, which sucked because one of the texts was like nurses acting funky and they're like, oh, it's fine. And they went out to go smoke. Thirty minutes go by and the text was like, hey, they're not back. We um, security found her with a needle in her arm. She had you. So you have you're like, yeah, she lived. She didn't have a job, but she lived. <laughs> um, so what she had been doing. So you hear, you'll hear the term, um, you have to waste this, waste that. It's medication that's not used. Like you have Yeah, we have a waste log also. Yeah. And we have to have a witness and everybody has to sign it and it's documented. Yeah. Yes. So she wasn't wasting. She was making like a cocktail with morphine, probably anything IV, you know, into this huge syringe. And then went out to her car and was like, let's go and nope she she od'd quick oh uh, my god yeah oh my god security found her and um like i said luckily um she was breathing she just she had od'd and was she trying to kill herself or was she trying to get high i think she was trying to get high oh, but it's like gotcha. dude you you literally have probably mixed fenugrin which is a nausea medicine definitely dilated definitely morphine um you don't know the milligrams you're doing yeah you've put in sh and from what i heard because i was working that night and heard a you hear campus response which means something's happened to somebody you rarely get that um at night it's usually during the day i hear campus response and um they'll tell you where it is and um yeah that was a campus response the only one i heard working nights campus response in parking lot whatever and they ran out there and yeah so it was they lived and like I said, jobless, but they lived. So that was, that wow. was that. Yeah. That's just crazy. Not, well, 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 what's so agitating is, you know, the tech was telling them that she was acting off and yeah. something's not right. And they're just, Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Like if I'm not acting off, people are like, what's, what's wrong? That oh yeah. Like, same with me. It's like, Michelle, are you okay? You're really quiet today. Like, I'm, you know, <laughs> There was a there was a girl that I dated for a while that used to she was a, a vet tech and she used to steal ketamine from work all the time. And, oh, uh, dude! Yeah, that must be crazy. before they were like really cutting down. Yeah, breaking down. Two thousand two thousand one. So crazy. Yeah. Like, we use ketamine in our clinic too, but it is like locking key. There's only two people yeah. that have that key. I am one of them. <laughs> Fingerprint to even get into it. Why? Um, we have well, not for that, but we do have a fingerprint to for our time clock. <laughs> so right, this, must be your mom. this must be your mom. Oh. Okay, oh mom. my god. So um working nights and um we had a um a patient that came, she had a stomach virus, but she was, you know, got dehydrated and came in so it wasn't for the stomach bug that she had it, it was the patient was admitted for dehydration we were getting her fluids getting her all taken care of 
she calls like, oh, I puked, I puked. And you know, me and there's, okay, time to clean up. This is what we do. I had a gown, da, da, da. <clears throat> Got the patient, you know, nurse gets Finagrin or Zofrin, whatever the patient was on for nausea. Um, get her turned around facing the both of us. And she just goes straight Reagan from Exorcist, like all oh. over me. And then turns to the nurse whose mouth was wide open because she just watched me get exorcist on and she pukes again and it gets in the nurse's mouth. Ew! That's gross. And I was like, oh, I felt good about myself because I didn't get (laughs) (laughs) it. I I felt real good about myself. This is a pretty good day. Not for and we both actually got the stomach bug too. Me and the obviously. But um, that was the time that uh, another scrub pair got. But I had two nurses on either side of me, like taking it off, and all I could say was, "Don't let it touch my face." Don't let it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I think they sent the other nurse home. I'm pretty like I don't know. I oh, I would have gone home. I would have gone home. Yeah, that would have. That's oh, yeah. I've had, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, now, like, which brings me to the, you know, you've got the, um, we, we still wear masks. We're down to surgical masks that we wear all the time. I don't think I want to give that up, especially when I was thinking about these stories that I've gone through. Shit, I, don't, I think I'm going to constantly wear a mask because say this projectile vomiting incident happens again, because it will. It will. It. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, so yeah. I don't really want to give up wearing a, you know, just the surgical at work. Just yeah. because I don't have that fear of, like, when we have the spitting patients. Oh, the, God. That's yeah, gross. They they do. They they spit. They, they can't, you know, it's usually schizophrenic and, you know, they, or dementia. And they, man, they can hawk them. Um, trying to Damn. Reminds me of Silence of the Lambs a little bit, but not with saliva. <laughs> I, I I do have blood thinner Spider Man. He was a cutie. Um, <laughs> he was. Um, really? He, he kind of looked like Danny DeVito. Um, oh my gosh! Little dementia patient working nights, and um, he was on blood thinners. He had pulled his IV, and we heard the bed alarm go off. So I take off running, and he's not trying to get up. He's sitting on the side of the bed, and his IV. You've got this good vein below your um, thumb. And right. So I'm trying to, there's the camera. So there's a really good vein right here. And that's where his was, where he had pulled out and on blood thinners. And he's just sitting there looking at me going, and he's trying to get me. <laughs> but, oh that's door, but he looks so damn cute. So we just got a, you know, a little PPE gown, you know, me and the nurse. And so we got all the gowns, the purple wipes for the floor. But bless his heart, he really was like, and that's adorable. It in a psychotic a little, little tiny way. <laughs> my job. Like, like I said, this little short Dane, Dane DeVito look like. Oh God, that's so funny. He he really wants to get us. Um yeah, so um I got sharded on too. Oh my god, <laughs> I want to hear the shart story. I gotta hear the shart story. That's fucking it was, gross. <laughs> it was it was it was kind of, the lady, the patient made it cute. Um, if it, if it's <laughs> oh, wasn't that shark cute? <laughs> well, this, so we had her, um, she was a fractured hip. Um, I needed some <laughs> rolling her and, you know, there was some incontinence. I mean, they don't know if they, when they pee or poo and, um, had her over and I'm doing, you know, what I do cleaning up that ass. And, uh, 
all of a sudden, that's <laughs> what I do. And he farts, but this shit comes out and just lands square on my, like, on my chest. And I just, oh, no. I just stop. And the nurse, her, the, <laughs> and this, this little lady, she goes, oh, I pooed it. <laughs> How can I be mad at somebody who's so damn cute? And I was like, yes, yes, ma'am, you did. You She's did. Like, oh, had a little gas. And I'm like, oh, a little more than that. <laughs> I was like, let's get this over, which I'm a very quick um, bed change and everything. I, I, get, I get it done. I, I do get That's it done. That's awesome. So, you know, I, I, I can't be, that was so damn cute. I pooed it. You know, <laughs> I get a little gas. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! I mean it. I like. I said, I love it. I I love being in healthcare. Um. So you know, um, got kind of a scary psych pa uh, patient Ooh. story. If y'all want to hear, I know it's. You know, I don't. We don't have. We don't have a limit. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. How are you doing on your? Ooh, I saw the face. Uh, it's just uh, on our chug, 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 do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Woohoo! Only 45 more of those to go. <laughs> I think I have one more tonight, and then the rest is tomorrow. Good deal, good deal. So, here is um, so this one it, it is pretty scary, but this is where that little bit of my kind of crazy has really been helpful with psychiatric patients. Um, so, you know, because I did not make the best decisions um, majority of my life but until now. So that has helped me out a lot. Um, so this patient, um, their diagnosis, which was not given to us in reports, schizophrenic bipolar, um, didn't have a sitter, noticed that they were doing circles in their room. And I mentioned to the nurse, I'm like, I think they're, they're going manic, which means with schizophrenia, you're about to, like, you just have so much energy and adrenaline, you're going to pop. You're just, you're going to do they're something. They're winding up. Exactly. They're, they're get they're going, they're about to go manic. They're, they're having a, a manic episode. They can't help it. It's, you know, they need something. And they're kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know. They haven't told us anything. I'm like, the way she's acting and everything, this is what I think. And that's all I can do. I was going to be back the next morning. I come back the next morning and the patient did go manic. Um, they got a sitter because she started slamming her head against the, the wall, got her, got the patient a sitter. Um, the patient ended up punching the sitter in the face. Oh my God. Which scared the shit out of the tech that was working that night, which when you react to combative patients, whether they're psych or not, if you act in that certain, you know, in that way, which if you're, I understand that a lot of people have not seen what I've seen. So I get it. If you see somebody punching someone in the face and you freak out about it, you know, it, that's, that, that is normal. I'm not. And, but her acting scared and running away made this patient be like, oh, that's, that's meal time. And she ran after the tech ended up grabbing her by the arm, twisted it and broke it at the ankle and slammed her into the wall. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and so one of our um, bigger techs ended up having to pick her up. She was in four-point restraints, which means, you know, wrist, ankles, and she kept biting and clicking off the restraints, um, had a new sitter. Um, I walked in. Um, they are giving me a report and, um, you know, found out she, which the, the tech never got to come back. 
they were um, a little bit older, but you know, at a joint break, that's hard to come back from, especially yeah. at age. So, um, <laughs> and you know, I walked up and she was trying to click off the restraints again. It's, you know, it's six 25 in the morning. Uh, we're not, we're not playing that game. She clicks it and gets her wrist up and I slam her wrist back down and I look her dead in the eye. And I said, this is your only fucking warning with me. I don't run away from people. And she just looked like, she's like, Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> like, and here you are all five foot one of you. <laughs> That's why I tell you, they put me with combative patients. All I love it. I but love it. It's I, I, I was, telling Vlad before the show, I, I have a panic disorder, but it's my fight or flight. So I don't react how I should. And like I said, also making some not great, you know, being in certain situations when I was younger, seeing certain things. I just, I don't, but it makes me perfect for my job. I like to right. because right. no, I'm not, if you run at me, I'm going to run back at you Yeah, and I'm going to take you down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you took out, this is crossing the line. Like, I love my patients, but you took out one of ours. And I'm going to protect you. I'm going to make sure you're safe. But if you are able to get out of their strength. And the poor sitter, you know, she was she was like, what do I do? I was like, press the panic button, which is for security. I was like, and we had it where she constantly had a text for my work phone. And if I, I told her, if you get a text, I'm going to take off running. If you text me, I was like, whatever word, I don't give a shit. If I see it's from you, I'm coming. And right. that happened once. she she got all the restraints and I come in, came in the room and she was just like, <laughs> I was like, you, you, your hands are out. I'm going to put them back. She's like, okay. Yeah, we already been through this. <laughs> I, I, that, that's just how I nipped it in the bud. I, yeah, that's and awesome. I, and I said, yeah. I, I mean, and I looked her dead in her eye. I, I was like, this is my one fucking warning. Yeah. That's you got to establish you those boundaries right at the get. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so that, that one, you know, that really sucked. That was a really, you know, scary one. Um, yeah. Or, you know, I, I can't imagine what that tech went through. You know, it was a literal, it was a, a spiral break. And oh, that, wow. Yeah. Because she grabbed her and Listen twisted it. and it broke at the elbow and slammed her, then slammed her into the, the wall. Ouch. I know. That's why I'm just like, so, <clears throat> you know, she was, if she was copacetic with me and not being, then I would, then I wasn't going to be crazy. We cool. Right. So, oh my but, God. You know, I definitely keep that in mind. A lot of people are like, well, you know, and I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> like, I know. Like, but, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to see, we got the projectile, the sharding, um, I found, ah, I got to see what? a crack rock in a patient. A what? Crack rock. Was it in somebody's? Yeah, it was in some, it was in a patient's bed. Like, I get, I, I get used in the best ways at my job. Um, <laughs> like, it's amazing. Um, patient had some um, altered mental status and we weren't giving them any pain medicine. So that always gives us, okay, you know, let's see what's going on. So um, I was like, I'm going to pretend like, you know, I'm training somebody about telemetry because they had the little five lead telemetry on and this person was just out of it. They were having the best time of their life. They're like, 
go ahead. And so I've got my gloves on and I'm like, show me how to. They didn't even notice I was patting the bed down around. I found a crack rock. It was a crack rock. <laughs> Oh it my God. So, and I was so excited and I get really hyper. So I'm like, thank you for letting us do that. Like I said, we're, we're not narcs. We're just, we right. You. right. Like that's a, you know, huge misconception. We don't give a shit what drugs you're on. Just as long as you're not doing them in the hospital so we can take care of you. And you know? tell right. us what they are so that we can give you the proper, oh. proper, yeah. you know. Yeah. But like deal. literally like I was ticking, like, cause I, I grabbed a medicine cup while we left the room and I put it in there and I'm just down the hall. It would break. I'd never, I had not, I've seen many of things, but crack has not been one of them. And I was excited. I wanted to see if it would break up, you know, and they're like, and I'm like, we had crack. I'm like, I got my first crack rock. Did you get to keep it? Um, we turned it over to security, so that's yeah. <laughs> so I mean, well, could have put it in you know, a little jar. I guess. Yeah, but it was so well. I would, I could imagine like getting pulled over and be like, "Ma'am, is that a crack rock? It's from work." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm a nurse. I can have drugs. Like it's no, fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's for work. Well, yeah. I got to get prepared for the second part of my oh drinking stuff. Uh, is there any you know little last Bits of information, little final thought. Maybe tell people how they can be nice to their nurses. Always wear clean underwear. Um, just you know, I'm okay if you're an asshole. You're in you're in the hospital. I don't take it personally. But right. it is it is you know we are there to help you. Certain things are mandated that are above our heads and for your safety. So right. um, ask questions. Never there be afraid to ask questions to your healthcare provider, to your nurse. And remember, we work for you. So ask questions, you there know, you um, don't worry. If you need a second opinion about something, that's, that's okay. Um, mm -hmm. Never feel like you're going to hurt anyone's feelings. I, I always tell my patients that. Yeah. So, and if Who you want what's best for you, yeah, you know, whatever you that entails. Exactly. If you don't feel like something's been explained to you and you're like, Hey, you're using too big a terms. I'll probably come in with my Kentucky ass and I'll be like, well, looky, looky here, hon. But how we going to fix it? You know, <laughs> you know, you got the herpes. You done slept with my friend Stephanie down the street, huh? Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> it's, it's all right, though. We won't, it, and we got hey. him. We ain't killing nobody. We're just going to give you a little pill to get rid of it. <laughs> so, y'all, this has been a dream for me. Y'all have no idea. I have been so nervous. I'm such. A oh, don't be oh, nervous. This I is like talking to your friends on a video call. Yeah. This, is, this has been an experience of a lifetime. Thank you. Oh so yeah. We're this. really happy that you made time to come hang out with us. Yeah, today. yeah. Thank you. I was totally entertained and grossed out. I think the vomiting in the mouth was was pretty fucking gross, Charlie and the mucus, the mucus was oh, the gnarly. I yeah, he planned that. I still to this day that smile. Uh, <laughs> oh, like well, thank you for coming on. Thank we you. appreciate yeah. it. Next week we'll you'll be on the other side watching us, and As we'll always. make sure to give you a shout out because we always love our our number one fan. Yes, yes, <laughs> our number one fan. I'm here. Aww. <laughs> Yay! Yay!
And oh. Oz is a new dedicated watcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Melissa. Well, thank you so much. Thank All right. Bye. Bye, Melissa. Oh, well, that was awesome. The shell of the dead. Dead the red. <laughs> oh, I did it the right way. You did it. You got to do it the way that you don't think it is. <laughs> I'm just going to like, you know, skip my brain and just let, let life happen. Well, you got to let your bowels happen first. So I'm going to go let my bowels happen first. All right, my darling. Uh, next week, let's. Uh... You know, absolutely nobody. Re requested anything as far as a uh, topic on on the page. Nobody, nobody, not a, not a damn soul. So, so I'll put together some ideas and I'll talk to you about them later. That sounds like a great idea. I'll get all the stuff ready and then we'll get a thing going. And uh, by the way, we love you all. We do. Without you, we wouldn't have us. Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you?